0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the House may have passed a budget, but still agencies are preparing for a potential shutdown. Whistleblower groups are raising the alarm about a provision in the Intelligence Authorization Act. And Border Patrol unions looking to challenge the president's vaccine mandate may have hit a dead end. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm Eric White. Federal agencies are dusting off those government shutdown contingency plans. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. A little over 32,000 IRS employees would be accepted from furlough if the government shuts down at some point this year. That number rises sharply if a lapse occurs during the tax filing season. The Smithsonian Institution says it would retain just 22% of its workforce in a government shutdown. 888 employees would work without pay to secure closed museum buildings and take care of the animals at the National Zoo. And the Justice Department says 85% of its employees are considered essential. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The House has finished its work on next year's defense authorization bill. The $778 billion measure authorizes spending that's well above what the Biden administration requested, including a more than $15 billion plus up in DOD's procurement accounts. The House NDAA also includes a 2.7 percent pay raise for uniformed service members in line with the administration's request. After seven months of reviewing its sexual assault policy, the Defense Department is ready to take action. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Over the next eight years, the military will implement dozens of recommendations to clamp down on sexual assault and harassment in the military. The suggestions come from an independent review panel tapped to survey solutions to the epidemic. The four-tiered system will create special victims' units, professionalize victim response workers, and give leave to those who have been attacked. Later tasks include research on military culture and keeping solid data on different types of harassment. The Defense Department estimates the initiative will cost about $4.6 billion. Scott Mascione, Federal News Network. The National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence will sunset next month after three years of work. The panel released a handful of reports that helped inform Congress about the Defense Department and other agencies' needs in the AI and machine learning realm. Nearly 20 of the Commission's recommendations were included in the 2021 Defense Authorization Act, and more are being considered for the 2022 version of the bill. Senators introduce a bill to incentivize agencies to lease space they do not need. Federal News Network's story Heckman has those details. The Saving Money and Accelerating Repairs Through Leasing Act would create a pilot program that would allow agencies to sublease their underutilized real estate. That includes another federal, state, or local agency, or any private sector organization. The bill allows agencies to use rent payments to help fund capital projects and facilities maintenance. The General Services Administration would oversee that pilot and would advise Congress whether to extend the program beyond 2024. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Whistleblower groups warn that language in the 2022 Intelligence Authorization Act could have a chilling effect on FBI whistleblowers disclosing tips to Congress. They tell the Senate Intelligence and Judiciary Committees that the language rolls back protections in a 2016 law that grants whistleblower protections to FBI employees who disclose concerns to any member of Congress. Judiciary Committee Ranking Member Chuck Grassley says the legislation would require FBI whistleblowers to only disclose to House and Senate Intelligence Committees. Biden administration officials are endorsing new cybersecurity legislation in Congress. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Senior administration officials suggested imposing fines on companies that don't comply with cyber incident reporting requirements currently being considered by lawmakers. The legislation would require critical infrastructure operators to report significant cyber incidents, like a successful ransomware attack, to the government. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency Director, Jen Easterly. The timely and relevant reporting of cyber incidents is absolutely critical to help us raise the baseline and protect the cyber ecosystem. Agencies have submitted more than 100 project proposals worth a collective $2.3 billion to the Technology Modernization Fund Board, with 75% of the proposals focused specifically on cybersecurity improvements. As according to Federal Chief Information Security Officer Chris DeRussia, Congress flushed the TMF with $1 billion as part of the American Rescue Plan earlier this year. Derusha said agencies will likely need more funding in the coming years, whether through the TMF or elsewhere, to implement new cybersecurity mandates under President Joe Biden's cyber executive order. The State Department launches a worldwide competition aimed at reducing illegal trafficking and wildlife. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temen. Zoo Hackathon 21 will consist of nine online and in-person sessions in October and November. They'll occur in Bolivia, both Congos, Gabon, Saudi Arabia, Uganda, and Vietnam. The two-and-a-half-day events will bring together wildlife and technology experts to compete for prizes for solutions to practices that are bringing some species to extinction. The State Department rates traffic in animals as organized crime, threatening not only the animals but also national security and health tom temen federal news network the national border patrol council continues to search for a legal avenue to challenge the president's vaccine mandate for federal employees it hasn't found one yet the union says its own attorneys have determined the president's executive order is legal but it's sought out other practices for their advice so far the mbpc says it has not found a legal opinion or reputable law firm that gives them a legitimate path forward to sue the administration The union says it will continue to pursue the issue until it's completely sure no legal remedies are available. New interagency efforts are underway to weave environmentally friendly and sustainable products throughout the federal supply chain. The White House announced a new set of initiatives to phase down superpolluting hydrofluorocarbons like those used in refrigerators, air conditioners, and foams. The General Services Administration is charged with reviewing all of its best-in-class contracts to ensure the federal acquisition regulation clauses that support the use of HFC alternatives and reclaimed HFCs have been correctly incorporated. This is one of a dozen initiatives GSA is leading to green the federal supply chain. And another piece to the IPv6 puzzle comes into focus, Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is trying to make it easier for agencies to see the connections between two cybersecurity initiatives. CISA released a new draft crosswalk showing how Internet Protocol Version 6, or IPv6, and the Trusted Internet Connections, or TIC 3.0, fit together. CISA says the guidance aims to be architecture agnostic and facilitate decision-making in determining the appropriate level of security in IPv6 environments. CISA is accepting comments on the draft guidance through October 15th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.